0: Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindall.
1: Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for this hump day, January 18th, 2023. And as always, it's brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey... Our friend and sponsor of another cup of coffee will appreciate this day today, Bryce. It is National Gourmet Coffee Day. Oh yes, sir. Um, I don't know what 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 is what is gourmet
0: coffee to you like. You know, is it just like a normal Starbucks, or do you have to go to something even more gourmet than that? I would think it's a little bit more than that, personally. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I guess I don't know if I've ever had a gourmet coffee. Um, You know, I'm sort of a I'm a Folgers guy. You know what I mean? That's that's my go to coffee. I've I've been drinking Folgers coffee. Let's see. I'm 33 now, and I probably started drinking coffee when I was 16 or 17. Uh, So I've been drinking Folgers coffee for literally half my life. Um, Gourmet coffee, though. I I don't. I don't know. I have the occasional. Starbucks, like we've said on this this podcast, but I don't know if I've ever had a gourmet coffee. I don't even know what, what gourmet coffee
1: entails. <laughs> yeah, you know? I don't either. I have, I have zero, zero idea.
0: Yeah, uh, this is a, the creme de la creme of the caffeinated world is what National Gourmet Coffee says. I would try it, but uh, you know, I, I like my Folgers. You can get that cheap at Sam's in bulk. Yeah. And I drink a lot of coffee. I need to buy my coffee in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not
1: surprised by this.
0: Uh, (laughs) National Peking Duck Day. Oh, Peking. I thought it was pecking, and I I was about to say, I didn't know you could eat that part of the duck. Uh Um, Yeah, this is a dish. Apparently, it it translates to Beijing roasted duck. I was reading about this before the podcast started. Uh, The meat is uh, characterized by its thin, crispy skin with an authentic version of the dish, serving mostly the skin and little meat, apparently. Um, it's sliced up, served with, like, cucumbers, spring onions, sweet bean sauce, uh, and pancakes rolled with filling. I'm going to pass. I don't like duck. Um, I put duck and lamb in the same category. I'm not huge fans of either one of those. Uh, I would try it, just to say I have tried it, but uh, not a not a big fan of duck.
1: Okay. Um, I'm not – I don't think I've ever had this, but I, I would try the dish. Um. I, I love me some lamb. See, I'm different than you. I, I love lamb and we used to have um lamb for like Christmas. Um my dad my dad would get a leg of lamb and just go with that. But um, Yeah, I don't
0: know what it is. I've I've tried it a few times and I've I've never been a fan of lamb and I've tried duck a couple times. I went to a um I don't remember what the restaurant is now in Atlanta, but I went to a restaurant in Atlanta and I paid like almost fifty bucks for a an entree of, of duck. And it was just very bland like it just i i don't would rather have chicken wings you know what i mean like i don't know i just wasn't a big fan of it yeah,
1: i get it uh tonight we have hawks and mavericks and hawks have been on a roll and it's been good to see we we talked about this Bryce needing the hawks needing to get on a roll and over the weekend they finally did and they went 3-0 on over the weekend now they've got the Dallas Mavericks and it's Trey versus Luca and it's this is always going to be one of those games in the year that you circle and you you look at and that this people are going to go was it right for us to trade Luca to Dallas for Trey
0: yeah Yeah. this these games are going to be Trey's measuring stick whether he likes it or not for the rest of his career Trey versus Luca is always going to follow him, sort of like, uh, you know, LeBron versus Melo early on. Um, I think we know who won that battle, but it's going to be sort of the same storyline. And and right now, I, I love Trey. Trey's a hawk. I'm going to pull for Trey. I'm going to root for Trey. I love Trey. I want him to be on the Hawks. He's he's fun. He's my favorite player in the NBA to watch right now. But just as a third party, when you look at both players, Luca is a better player. He's aver- He's almost averaging a double-double. He's averaging more points. He's averaging... Uh, you know, less assists, but way more rebounds. Luca is the better player. Um, but I love Trey. I'm going to roll with Trey. He's a Hawk. I'm going to pull for him. And if I could give the Hawks one piece of advice tonight, it would be don't forget about Limp Biscuit. Just keep rolling, 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 baby, and keep that winning streak going. We can work it up to four tonight, right? We're on a three game winning streak, won three yep. games over the long holiday weekend. Uh, we can run it to four tonight right now the Mavericks are a three and a half point favorite we are out in Texas out in uh, out there what time' is that Oh 7 30 sweet okay I was a little worried that those that gonna be a late start since it was in Texas um, Doncic right now is day to day Tim Hardaway jr is out for the Dallas Mavericks he's been a big piece for him this year And the Hawks Billy really, this is this is something that I don't know if we've been able to see all year long you look at the Hawks injury report right now no.
1: Injured players. That's crazy. That's absolutely fantastic. Crazy. So it's it's good to see. And hopefully we'll get CC back in the starting lineup tonight. See what he can do. If we can get a starting five of what we were supposed to have, our starting five with Trey and uh, DJ, then um, JC, uh, Hunter, and CC. Oh, oh yes, please. Yes, yeah. please.
0: And that's sort of been the story all year, I think, for the Hawks is when healthy, this Hawks team, I, you know, I said they're a top three team. I still believe they can be a top three team in the not the NFC, uh, almost said NFC in the East. Uh, when healthy, this team is really good. I mean, you have a Kongu who's played big minutes. Now he's going to move back to the bench, probably with Clint coming off the injury. Bogey has played some big minutes off the bench. Both of those guys have played good. Um, AJ Griffin has, has been fantastic. I mean, we've had a lot of people contribute. But the injuries have killed our rotation. They've killed our depth. When healthy, I think we are one of the better teams in the East once it's all getting put together. And I I think everything is coming together right now. Billy Clint is healthy and Trey shooting in January has been the Trey uh, of old. It's sort of been the Trey shooting of 21, 22. Uh, Trey is shooting right now, 42% from three in the month of January. He is averaging around three made threes per game. And he's not taking more threes than he was in December. He's just making more threes. He's almost he's almost up at 50% on his three-point shooting, which is great. It's up from 32% in the month of December and only averaging two made threes per game. This is what we need from Trey. This is the Trey that we need. And not only that, you look at DeJounte Murray's past game logs. DeJounte Murray has been playing some outstanding offense. Uh, we did see against the Bucks that it can't be just DeJounte. He can't do it by himself. He needs... You know, he needs his Batman. I'm going to say DeJounte is, is the Robin to Trey's Batman. And when you have Batman and Robin up there going at it and playing like they are right now, I would run our team up against anybody in the NBA. I think when we're firing on all cylinders, we have one of the most potent offense. And statistically, this year's defense is much better than last year's defense. So if yep. this team can stay healthy down the stretch, and, and we are in the stretch now, we're past December or we're past January 1st. This is sort of semi-playoff push time. If we can stay healthy going into the playoffs, I-, I like our chances, A, to be in a playoff position, and B, to be in the top seed, or not not the top seed, but the top sort of tier, and get a couple home games.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, and and hopefully we'll be able to make that happen, and let's go on a run right now. I mean, there's there's no reason for it. Uh, that we can't. And, and Let's go streaking. Let's yeah. go streaking. Let's what do you say, Billy? Let's go streaking for sure. A <laughs> um, uh, little cold
0: out there, isn't it, Frank?
1: A little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm probably going to take D- DJ Murray tonight uh, on our daily That's good league.
0: I like that. I like that pick tonight.
1: I would, I take, think that'll I be would be. take Trey, but I've already taken Trey earlier in the month, and uh, he didn't play. So uh, go for it. <laughs>
0: what do you think this is off topic what do you think about if we take guys and they don't play they get scratched what do you what do you think about having them re-up you can pick them again because that kind of you know some of these nba you don't know literally until about 10 minutes before the game that these players aren't going to play
1: yeah and he wasn't and that's the thing when i picked trey he wasn't on the injury list and then he was scratched because of a non uh injury or non-covid illness so yeah i I had no idea so
0: Pete ran up against that last night with Kyrie Irving. They didn't announce Kyrie Irving wasn't playing until, like, I think it was around 3 or 4 p.m., and at that point, we already made our picks. So that'll be something we revisit for the TM5's Daily Fantasy because that kind of sucks for people. Maybe for next month. Yeah. yeah, for next month. Who do we have next month in February? Do you know? Hope uh, you know? Yeah,
1: we've got the Blind Donkey runner.
0: Oh, let's go. All right. All right. I'm excited about that. Uh, Billy also something that I'm excited about you should be excited about as well audio fun Let's so this know. is gonna be a this is gonna be a short audio fun shorter than normal um, because of the a the, the short week I didn't have a lot of time to prep uh, yesterday was nuts at my real job uh, and B because I want to have an NFL regular season recap so a lot of these highlights I think all of these highlights we didn't get to play this year on audio fun. Um, this is going to be sort of a recap of all the gaffes and mistakes that announcers have made in the regular season. This is about a 30 to 40 second clip, so a little bit longer than our normal audio fun. But these are all clips put together. This was actually sent in by a listener. Uh, and I said, this is absolutely perfect. Thank you so much. We are a thousand percent going to play this in the podcast. This is perfect. You you did my audio fun segment for me. This week, so just sit back and enjoy these amazing audio funds from the NFL regular season that was this year. And and his ability to suck in these balls Tyrell Williams, he beats Pucks. Yeah, and somebody's going to get that gobbler at the end of this game, too. Josh Bynes has been coming all night long, but then he pulls out and. And it's just hard. It's been a while since he's seen a hole that big. Diggs gets a much-needed blow. He's a thick, wide receiver who is powerful from the waist down. You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and and delivers it. (laughs) That is the season that was for the NFL regular season. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Those were all CBS and Fox broadcast football games yeah ESPN yeah those uh those were all yeah the NFL games that were those were the audio fun for the regular season and I'm sure we will have a rundown of the playoffs once the playoffs is over but that was the that was the regular season rundown for
1: audio fun in the NFL this year all right Bryce I have a uh I have a topic that i wanted to bring up to you uh you've got something on the sheet today but i think we should push that back to tomorrow yeah it works um i know you're not upset about it <laughs> i am not
0: you know, no i am certainly not this one i put, is, this on, I put that on there because i couldn't think of anything else to talk about today oh, this one's going to be right up your alley
1: all right uh as as you know we have a two-time national championship winning team in our state right no
0: Three, oh, uh, national! Champion. I thought you were talking about the Heard County softball girls,
1: no. but they're three time and they're state
0: champions. Yeah, three time I bet they'd win. A, I bet they win a national championship. But yes, the Georgia Bulldogs,
1: two time national championship winning team in our state, right? Two time, two who, time. Who was led by a walk on quarterback? Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Stetson Bennett.
1: Stetson is leaving Georgia, and much to the demise of, um, you know kirby's son i don't know if you saw that clip which was i did really funny. that was <laughs> it was really funny
0: I, I love to look at life through the eyes of children man it's 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 hilarious my 10 year old said kirby is
1: dadson's leaving
0: um <laughs> so kirby here. said of course he's leaving he's 35 years old <laughs> i thought that was great i thought that was really really good i did too
1: all right, uh, that's that's not the topic. So the topic is Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett going to the NFL. <laughs> okay, stop it. Now listen. jeez, <laughs> oh, I knew, I knew with me not prepping you, this was going to happen.
0: Um, and we already did audio fun, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So there's, <laughs> there's Bryce's answer. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, Bryce is not a fan of <laughs> Ben as an NFL quarterback. Um, no, not at all. The, so I, I don't know the odds, and I'm sure you could find this really quickly um, just off topic, but what are the odds of him getting drafted? Um, I know I think I sent that to you originally was the odds that were, like, where he would be drafted would, like, per round yeah you did send that to
0: me You sent it to me at work didn't you i think so yeah I, i'll tell you this work chat that we use is so crappy on trying to search um on mobile i don't remember what it was i know i know the favorite was undrafted um right. i think undrafted was like a plus 180 or something like right. that and then you uh, know right e- each round it got worse and worse yeah
1: so obviously Vegas doesn't think that he's going to be drafted or where he should be drafted. Would you honestly, let's let's be real, would you honestly be surprised knowing Stetson Bennett that he would get drafted in the first three rounds? <laughs> I would be
0: blown away. I would be absolutely blown away shocked if Stetson Bennett
1: was drafted in the first three rounds. Would you be more surprised if he was drafted in the rounds four through seven? Uh,
0: No, because I think somewhere five, six, seven team wants to take a flyer on him. You know, a team that might be kind of set um, at all their other places and and are just looking for uh, another quarterback a backup quarterback or whatever, just taking a flyer. I I wouldn't be as shocked there. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but here here, here we go. I found the odds. Not drafted plus 150. Seventh round, 250. Fifth round, 300. Sixth round, 350. Fourth round, 500. Third round, 800. Second round, 2,500. First round, 5,000. So I, I, I think somewhere around there, fifth, sixth, or seventh is likely. I still think undrafted is the most plausible outcome for Stetson Bennett. Um, but this is a guy that's sort of been proving naysayers wrong his entire life or his entire entire college career, so that's that's um, kind
1: of my that's kind of my point. And and I mean yeah. we've had this conversation before, and actually we had this conversation at the Peach Bowl. I in in this at uh, Georgia fans you can hate on me all you want to, but this is this is not meant as a cut. It's just meant as somebody it's it's meant as a just as a an analyst looking at this, I look at Stetson Bennett in the NFL as I did Tim Tebow. I, Tim I Tebow think, won a playoff game. I understand that, but Tim Tebow was not a great NFL quarterback. Uh, no, but he was he was serviceable. Okay, I think Stetson could be serviceable in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be a. I think he could probably get up there in the. Like, if they gave him a shot at, at starting in the NFL, I think he could be serviceable. I don't think he's going to be great. I don't think there's, there's
0: zero chance Stetson Bennett ever starts an NFL game.
1: See, I disagree. I think there's a, a good chance that he can. I, I think it. he's going to be a backup in my mind. I think he's going to be a backup for a while. Like, he's, he's kind of the um, Aaron Murray-type backup you know you oh, oh. I, I think Aaron Murray was a way better quarterback than Stetson Bennett. He may have been. You're not you're not wrong there, but I think that Stetson Bennett is is one of those people that just defies odds and somehow gets into it. So I think there's a possibility he could start a few games.
0: I, I, the only way that happens
1: is, is if, if it, it's a San Francisco
0: 49ers situation where Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo die and Brock Purdy starts. <laughs> you know, that's that's the only way.
1: But I, I think it
0: there's a possibility. So that oh for sure, for sure. The way he defies the odds, um, you know, the only thing is is you you can't be ten years older than the NFL guys you're playing against because, you know, they're all veterans. So, you know, unless you want to do something like Brady and stay in until you're forty, and then you're playing against, you know, like twenty something year olds. Um but yeah, I, I think he goes undrafted. Um and I, I'd be I'd be shocked if he plays a single down in the NFL, to be honest with you. Okay.
1: Well, that was an idea that I had. Just knowing how much he's defied odds at at Georgia, and I know there's going to be people that are upset at us for even talking about this, but we're just being realistic. It's just the college game and the NFL game are two completely different games, and Stetson is a fantastic college quarterback that should go down as a a college football Hall of Famer. But... oh thousand percent absolutely they can't
0: because of stupid it's so stupid Uh, that is julio jones also can't be on that list irk russell can't be on that list it doesn't the college football hall of fame is the has the dumbest criteria known to man it's it's ridiculous to be a freaking college football hall of famer yeah it's stupid it's absolutely it's absolutely moronic um yeah the nfl is a different monster derrick henry had a really good interview with bussing with the boys uh, a couple days ago where he was talking about the NFL and he said he said nothing in college prepares you for the NFL and this is a dare this is Derrick Henry he's the greatest running back uh in SEC history uh he you know the, went on to the NFL um you know one of the greatest running backs in NFL history and he said nothing nothing you do in college prepares you for the NFL nothing and this is this is Derrick Henry who played in the SEC his entire career and is a monster in the NFL so you know it's 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 a completely different animal so we'll see. I don't think Stetson gets drafted. I don't think he plays in the NFL, uh, but he's he's defied the odds and the and logic his entire career. So hey, good luck to him, dude. I'm, I'm pulling for him. I'd love to see him play. I'd love to see him start. I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night in girls basketball. Mount Zion beats Green Forest 34 to 26. Hey. Central beats Cedartown 50 to 22. There's a region win. Uh, Temple opens up region play against Hurd County and falls fifty to thirty-four. Jasmine Owens had twenty-eight for Hurd County last night. Jaden Boykin eleven points, ten rebounds, and seven assists. I'm going to go ahead and say that they missed a couple of assists on this one because I'm all, I'm almost positive Jaden Boykin had more than seven assists. I no I don't keep track of assists. It's too much for me to keep track and talk at the same time. Um, but she had she had an amazing game last night. Just a fantastic game. In uh, McKenna Nix, sixteen points last night for Temple.
1: Bremen uh, beats Be- He's in low at that point, right? From-
0: uh, yeah, and, and it. I'm telling you, Hurd County something clicked at that Callaway game last Friday for Hurd County. Something that girls' team something clicked with them, and they look like a different squad after that Callaway game. I think I think they were really finding their zone and getting into their own right now for Hurd County. That's a talented, talented bunch. Uh, Bremen beats Kahula Creek 54 to 43. <laughs> Villarica beats May 71 to
1: 70. I don't remember the last time Bremen girls lost. I don't either.
0: That's a good That's a good point. I mean, if you look at the girls right here, the only team that lost was Temple. And I mean, they played one of our local teams. Uh, every other girls team last night won in our area. Villarica girls beat May 71 to 70. When's the last time you saw a girls score that was that high?
1: It's been a long time putting up
0: 71 points and Carrollton uh beats New Faith uh Christian 63 to 45. Uh you know, I was you know, Carrollton girls have, have been struggling a little bit as of late and I was kind of wondering why and I was asking around. Uh Kenijah Daniel tore her ACL and is out for the season oh. for the Carrollton girls. I, I hate that, man. I I that when I when I got that information, my heart just broke for that young lady. She is an absolute monster. I loved watching her play out of the Cal Sandy League this year,
1: um, and she is unfortunately out for the season. So I hate that.
0: I hate that for Carrollton. I hate that for her.
1: Freeman lost to Ringgold. It's but they're on a four-game. Yeah, they're on a four-game winning streak right now. So that girls' team is good. And uh, sneak peek behind
0: the curtain, we talked to Coach Rooster Russell yesterday. Um, and we were talking about the girls team and he was he was just singing their praises on the podcast uh, and just bringing out individual girls and highlighting their talent and everything. And they're they're a very, very talented punch and and they're going to be talented for the next couple of years because some of their talented girls they have on there now are only, you know, freshman, sophomore. They're young. Yep. So, yeah, that's it, good. Over on the boys side, Central beat Cedartown 60 to 41. Temple falls to Herd County, 59 to 56. And what was one of the best games I've seen all year in basketball in our area? LJ Green and Dylan Almdover both had 16 points. Roro Edmondson had 15 points. And Alex Banks for Temple had 21 points. Four of those, or excuse me, 12 of those came via way of uh, three points. He, he was on fire in the first quarter from three. Cahula Creek beats Bremen 61 to 49. Villarica falls to Mays 65 to 27. And Carrollton beats New Faith Christian 59 to 58. So a clean sweep, Carrollton does over New Faith Christian. Uh, we, had some, uh, we had some requests from our listeners to start including Georgia and in Georgia Tech basketball. So hey, we're going to start putting those on the Marine South scoreboard. Okay. Last night, UGA falls to Kentucky 85 to 71. And Georgia Tech falls to NC State, 78-66. to 66. On the Smiths floor covering games and events calendar for tonight, Hawks and Mavericks, obviously, on ESPN. Prime time, 7.30 tonight. And also Union at UW, boys and girls, goes off tonight. See if those boys can keep that winning streak up, man. The boys have played great basketball in the past month, month and a half.
1: Yeah, speaking of, I don't remember the last time they, they lost. Um, <laughs> UW boys, it's been a minute.
0: Yeah, I think I think they had, like, one loss in there, but they had, like, a winning streak of four, and then now they're back on a winning streak of, like, three or something. In the last ten games, I think they're, like, nine and one.
1: Yeah. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed, sure. Indeed, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. On our TM5 Daily Fantasy League, uh, Joel Embiid, who I picked last night, had 41 points, nine boards, and three assists. Nikolai Jokic had 36 points, 12 rebounds and 10 assists. Nice little triple double for Jokic. And uh, the Bengals and Kyrie Irving, I speak for a lip Hello. Hello. Uh, Kyrie Irving had, <laughs> did not play. So um, that sucks. And he was a late scratch too. That's awful. It sucks for, for Pete. I hate that for him. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Bengals owner wants a long career for quarterback Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Well, no ish.
0: That's when I was reading that article. I was like, well, why, why did you even feel the need to come out and say this? Of course you did. Like, you. I don't, it just baffles me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Of course. Of course the owner wants Joe Burrow to have a long, successful career in Cincinnati. So weird. Such So weird. that that's the definition of clickbait um it is i thought i like i thought it was gonna be something interesting i read the entire article and it wasn't it wasn't interesting it's like yeah yeah we want him to uh to play a long time here in cincinnati like oh of
1: course cleveland browns are gonna hire former head coach uh, jim schwartz as a defensive coordinator jim schwartz hates jim
0: harbaugh good you remember the, the feisty post-game handshake between Schwartz and Harbaugh a couple years yes, ago? Was that, was that on a
1: Thanksgiving? Or was it, no, it was at the end of the year. It was like one of the last games of the year. Yeah, it was one of the last games,
0: and Harbaugh was all excited about his win. He went up, jumped up, gave Jim Schwartz a very enthusiastic handshake, and Schwartz took offense to it. And yeah, Harball's a goofy dude.
1: Yeah, that's saying it lightly. Uh, Chargers fire offensive quarter Joe Lombardi after the playoff collapse, and I I can't blame him. Um,
0: I'd fire everybody associated <laughs> with that coaching staff. Head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, towel boy, everybody, you're gone. Get get the hell out of the building. We're restarting with a new coaching staff. That was embarrassing. Yeah, 27 to
1: nothing and lose in the playoffs. To the Jaguars. That's terrible, to the Jaguars. Well,
0: you say that, but it's not the Jaguars of five years ago. But Jaguars are a good team, I and mean, it's but still a 27 point lead. You shouldn't that shouldn't happen.
1: Uh, Cowboys are going to stick with kicker Brett Mayer. Um, they expect a rebound,
0: Meyer, Brett Meyer,
1: Brett Meyer, excuse me, Meyer, expect a rebound versus the 49ers. I know you're you're well, pumped about this. You can't
0: get any worse, Billy. <laughs> you can't. One for five on extra points. You can't get any but did he miss any field goals? Uh, no. Okay. No, hasn't missed any field goals. And he hasn't really had any extra point issues during the regular season. Uh, but, yeah, one for five. One for five in that game. That's a little concerning. Brett Meyer.
1: Uh, Titans are hiring 49ers Ron K. Carthen as general manager.
0: Got to be interesting to see what he does. I think the big issue out there in... in San Fran land is what's the quarterback situation going to look like next year especially if Brock Purdy keeps playing like he's playing because Brock Purdy has played rather well um, and then you got Garoppolo and Trey Lance I, I don't know what their contract situation is I, I'm pretty sure Lance is in the books for next year and Garoppolo is as well a I think 49ers is,
1: and this is the Titans
0: you're right so <laughs> uh, the Titans situation the quarterback is also interesting uh, because I, Jesus. Uh, the Titans' quarterback situation is also interesting. I don't think they want to roll with Malik Willis. Uh, that was not a pick by Vrabel. Vrabel is not a big Willis fan, so that was a pick by the GM, and, and Vrabel doesn't like Malik Willis. They're gonna have they're gonna have a quarterback controversy as well. Is Derek Henry still gonna be there? That is a the Titans are sort of a team, in my opinion, that have already peaked and now they are on the back end of sort of their success and next year might be the year where the titans need to trade get draft
1: capital and and start tanking and it might be time for the titans to rebuild the u.s men uh, called dual nationals vasquez and zendayas for january camp
0: yeah so these guys were both eligible for other countries they chose to play for the usa that's that's big news uh, forget what other countries they were eligible for, but we got some U.S. friendlies um, coming up, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Uh, they we got them against Serbia and Colombia, both of those teams very good uh, teams. the The full U.S. team is expected to be released today, I think. Um, so I'm I'm interested. Zendaya actually plays for Club America, so he is a he is a legit star. And I believe Brandon Vasquez is still in Cincinnati. So I'm excited to see what those guys can bring to the table. Hopefully their parents don't complain about the head coach not
1: playing their son. <laughs> in a surprise uh, happening yesterday, defending champion Rafael Nadal is ousted from the Australian Open in the second round. Yeah, he was not healthy. Um, I, I think
0: after the French this year that Nadal is going to hang it up. His hip was bothering him, and you could, you could tell Nadal is such a fit- Um, Federer was very finesse. Nadal is very non-finesse. Nadal is very physical. Um, And you could tell that hip was bothering him. I I think after the French this year, I think Nadal is going to hang it up.
1: And then today in 1996, uh, baseball owners unanimously approved interleague play in 1997.
0: I don't like interleague play. I think I'm in the vast minority on this one, but I hate interleague play.
1: So I think interleague play that we're getting this year is perfect and the reason i say that is because Bryce, this year we get to play every single team in major league baseball i I love it i it it. ruins the allure of the world series i get that but if you're going to make baseball see you're still thinking baseball in the 90s okay You need to get your head out of the 90s and think about it now if baseball is a dying sport and you've talked about this you it is dying understand this and i'm i'm trying to make sure it doesn't die and the fact that in major league baseball you don't have any you don't have any issue seeing afc teams versus nfc teams in in nfl it doesn't ruin ruin the allure of super bowl
0: I'd be fine with no cross play there. I'd be completely fine with that. But, but that's a different animal. That's my point. Like you're fine with it. Like, I I think no. I'd I'd like to see them abolish it. I'd like to see NFC teams only play NFC teams and AFC teams only play AFC teams. And you don't meet until you get to the Super Bowl. There's more allure. I would love that. Um. Same thing with the NBA. You know, I don't want cross platform play. Essentially, in in these big leagues. I, I want there to be some type of a I think
1: it's good for Major League Baseball. I think
0: well, that's why I said I'm in the minority. I don't think I don't think most people want to see that. I think I am in the vast minority,
1: no, probably. But you're in the that's vast minority important. in a lot of things.
0: That is very true. I have a different outlook <laughs> on a lot of things, especially baseball, where we need to play seven innings and cut the season in half uh, and put a time limit on the games so these things go a little bit quicker. I think that'd be fantastic. You got to fix baseball. Got to, got to figure. I think the small stadiums is a great step. Make the stadiums smaller and and you know more interactive and stuff. I think that's a great step so, for baseball.
1: Uh, you and Matt talked about this on Friday, but I cannot wait for the robot umps to come in uh, to to play this year. Triple uh, A baseball is splitting their thing their uh, robot arms 50 So um, you will have half of them, which will have the challenge, and then half of them will have the uh, balls and strikes called by the robot ump which is still called by a a a person but what happens is they'll have like an airpod in their ear and after the pitch it'll tell you strike ball and that's that's how it's going to work for them
0: and the Houston Astros have actually already started putting in radio disruptors inside their stadium <laughs> so they can call the balls and strikes in the robo ump actually loses communication with the real ump on the plate. You got
1: anything else for the day, bud? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a hump day. It is a hump day here on January 18th. Uh, I do have to say this before getting out. Happy birthday, Matt Ridgway. We love you, buddy. Uh, it's, I think Matt is finally in 31. Um, i don't today? know today yeah i think he's 31 today you were asking the wrong person pal so happy birthday matt ridgeway uh co-host sometimes of the morning five co-host definitely of track talk so
0: yeah we're about a month away from track talk restarting i'm hyped about that man i can't wait
1: but we love you buddy and, and happy birthday and then uh hope you have a great one up in north carolina but for bryce i'm billy have a great uh Rest of your day, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place.
0: Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!